Spoiler alert. Welcome to There's More to That Story, the most popular podcast in the entire country, where TJ Mercer rambles on endlessly about storytelling and things that are of interest to storytellers. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about the show about nothing. First off, I thought, I've always thought that the show about nothing was a bit of a misnomer. A show really can't be about nothing. I think probably the closest that we've gotten to is, well, I guess it can, uh, sketch shows like the Carol Burnett show, Monty Python's Flying Circus, Saturday Night Live, In Living Color. All of those are about nothing because there's no story, there's very few recurring characters, and when they do recur, what happened before really is irrelevant. They are about nothing. There's, It's just entertainment for entertainment's sake. The individual sketches are about stuff, but they're not about anything in particular. A sitcom has to be about something. Uh, the most common thing is just, you know, a TV show is about a group of friends. And each episode is about an individual thing. So How I Met Your Mother is about five friends that hang out with each other. Home Improvement is about a dad who runs a home improvement show, a somewhat feminist mother who has to deal with a, a man who's very cavemanish, and uh, them raising three boys. Frasier is about a somewhat elitist psychiatrist and him and his culture brother and them dealing with their blue-collar father. Seinfeld is about a psychiatrist and his weird neighbor, his best friend, and his ex-girlfriend who they still hang out with. You know, it's four friends that all know each other and they do stuff together. But none of those is an overarching storyline. They're not about a larger narrative moving towards something, which a lot of TV shows for a very long time weren't. X-Files was the first show, I think, to try to that wasn't officially a miniseries. Now we almost expect that to be the case. To be the case, but back before like 90... Well, actually, I take that back. Back before 2001, uh, we really didn't expect that, and X-Files was an anomaly. But within these broader narratives, every episode is about something lost car keys. I'm really fishing for examples right now. My brain's not working. You know, a date that goes weird, that's a very common one. Uh, Bad report card, you know, all kinds of stuff because you have to fill several seasons of occurrences. And so each individual episode is a story within a broader narrative or without a broader narrative. With that in mind, I don't think that Seinfeld really is a show about nothing. Whenever I heard people say that it was a show about nothing, it didn't make any sense to me because it was very clearly about these four people and their lives, and each individual episode had an arc, or multiple arcs, really. One of my favorites is The Smelly Car, where a valet with horrible B.O., drives Jerry's car and he ends up making it smell and the smell won't leave and it clings on to every person that goes into the car. Meanwhile, George finds out that his ex-girlfriend is now a lesbian and Kramer is stealing her from, is stealing her girlfriend from her. And at the same time, Jerry and Elaine are both having to deal with the fact that they've been in the car and are subject to the smell as well as trying to get rid of the smell. That is the common thread for a TV show. There's nothing weird about Seinfeld in that sense. They're all about something, which is usually a group of people, and then each individual episode is a story that the plot elements are introduced in the first, like, five minutes, and usually it is concluded by the end of it. If there's something left hanging, it's usually made as a cliffhanger. 
Sometimes you'll have stuff that happened in previous episodes build up to other things. George's career was a constant thread as the show progressed. And so Seinfeld never was a show about nothing at all. Now we have shows like Game of Thrones, which each individual episode is kind of about nothing. It may not have a plot for the whole episode, especially considering the amount of storylines that are going on within each episode. It could follow eight or nine different characters and you just get a brief scene with each one of them. And so there's no plot within most of the episodes, but the whole thing is a large story arc. And so the show is about that. So you have the opposite. The individual episodes are not self-contained stories, but the whole show itself is a large story. Now, with that in mind, I said that this talk was going to be about the show about nothing. So if I didn't mean Seinfeld, which is famously called the show about nothing, what am I talking about? Well, hold on to your butts. I am about to briefly, and this is going to be a shorter episode than normal, I'm going to briefly talk about the Gilmore Girls. Yes. <laughs> My exposure to the Gilmore Girls is more recent. I'd never watched the show, and then I got married, <laughs> and my wife watches the show, so I watched the show. I made the point that the show is about nothing, but it really, that's, again, a misnomer. I told my wife what it was going to be about. She said, well, it's not really about nothing, and I'll get into why I'm going to say that it is the closest thing to a show about nothing that had been made up to that point that was still a show, not a variety show, but an actual show. Broadly, The Gilmore Girls is about a mother raising her daughter and the weird town that they live in. That is that is the extent of explaining everything that you need to know about The Gilmore Girls to an outsider. The first three seasons are about the daughter being in high school and the special friendship relationship that her mother and her have. And then at about season four, she graduates high school and then they could have changed the title of the show to the increasingly poor decisions of Rory Gilmore as this very talented, intelligent girl just makes every possible wrong decision to flush her potential down the toilet. I mean, it really gets bad. You just watch this girl make just bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. The show is almost an indictment of when a mother is a friend instead of a mother because for all intents and practical purposes... Lorelai Gilmore is one of the coolest moms to ever be put on TV, but clearly she did not do a very good job of raising her daughter because her daughter was incredibly intelligent, and once she was out on her own, she didn't seem to know how to function. Yeah, she just is, she makes very, very stupid and foolish mistakes and just keeps making them. And her mother tells her, tries to get her to not make them every single time. And she ignores her because she's an adult now. Anyway, that was a tangent. But this is why it becomes about nothing. And again, as I said, this is going to be a very brief episode. So don't expect to have your mind blown for a long time. And I'm not going to talk a whole lot longer. There is very, very rarely, there are exceptions, but very rarely is there a plot within the episode. There is a situation that might be going on. The town is putting on a show, and everybody in the town is involved inside the show, and so the drama that surrounds Rory and Lorelai is going on in the context of the show, but the episode is not about this play that's being put on. 
or the grandmother is planning some kind of banquet and Rory is helping her with it. And so these kind of sound like stories, but here's the thing. They are only scenarios. What happens at the play, what happens at the grandmother's banquet has no effect on the characters at all. It is just happening around them. For example, the classic trope about somebody going to a family reunion. Well, somebody going to a family reunion is not a story. Somebody going into going to a family reunion with their new fiance and having to deal with their crazy relatives. That's a little bit more of a story. But inside that situation, the family reunion is not the story. The story is the character with their fiance. What pushes it into show about nothing territory, show without a story, is each episode has a scenario. But each episode does not have a narrative. There are episodes where something dramatic is introduced about 15 minutes from the ending, and it's not resolved by the end of that episode, but it'll be resolved in the first 20 minutes of the next episode. Or it'll actually keep going until two episodes later, and it'll get resolved kind of in the beginning there. You'll have stuff that is introduced in the beginning of the episode and resolved halfway through. In the traditional sense of storytelling, there is no story inside of a lot of these episodes. Stuff is revealed, uh, characters go through arcs, but they go through broad arcs. There is no structure to the episodes. There is no here's the problem, or here's how this day is going, problem is introduced, we kind of meander through it for a little while, things get worse, things get better, things get worse, and then we figure out the problem, or we hand, or we don't figure out the problem, and now life is terrible. There isn't any of that inside the Gilmore Girls. Uh, the situ- the Something could happen, and then things get better, and they stay better, and then something else happens, and it's awful, and then they resolve it and fix it at the beginning of the next episode, and then they make a bad decision, and now it's really awful for the entire episode, and then the episode just abruptly ends, and then it's awful for the next episode, and then at the end of that episode, they make a decision that makes it slightly better, but it's still pretty bad, and then the next episode, things stay pretty bad until the middle, and then all of a sudden, something else happens, and everything gets much worse, and then right before the end of that episode, things get go way down to good all of a sudden, and then the next episode happens and things stay good for that entire episode. So the show gets praised for its dialogue and it really deserves deserves it. Dialogue and characters save this TV show and have made it the cult classic of a TV show that it is because there is no narrative. There is no story, which is what we traditionally like. And this might explain why this show, while there are a lot of guys that like it, there's nothing wrong with guys liking it. I'm not picking on the ones that do. Typically, psychologically, guys like stories where things happen. And we like stories. We like following. We like rooting for a certain outcome and all that kind of stuff. And girls are more about relationships and people. It's just, it's how our brains are typically wired. And that is what this show is, is it is just really good characters going through life. And it's entertaining to watch because they say witty things that make us laugh. And they're very likable and we care about them and we just want to see them do well. It's like watching a child grow up or watching a friend go through life. There's no narrative to that, but we still want to know what's going on with them. We want to help them. We want to keep up with them and we root for them to come out on top of everything. Hmm. I thought I had another point, but I lost it. So, uh, guess I'll stop here then. Those were my thoughts on Gilmore Girls and why, if you've ever thought there's just something different about it as a show beyond, you know, the quality writing, 
I hope this gives you a slight insight into that thing that you couldn't quite put your finger on, the what made it odd. I feel like most of us are kind of, oh, we're aware that there's something off, but I think about these things entirely too much, especially things like Gilmore Girls, because my wife watches it while uh, she's falling asleep, and then I fall asleep slower than she does, so I lie awake thinking about stuff. So, I'm sorry this was a shorter episode, but I just finished Dune, so I'll be releasing a review of that in the near future. Well, not review. Why did I say review? I don't do reviews. I'll be releasing a talk about that and why I think it is such a popular book. I did enjoy it. Uh, don't Not to keep you in suspense, I'm not going to say why I think people like it, even though I did not. No, uh, I, did, I did like it. Um, I do have a couple of issues with it, which I will talk about later. But I hope that you'll subscribe so you can hear me talk about that. And you'll also be able to hear about the next show. I will be talking about the first Transformers movie. So that'll be fun. I'm actually going to be defending it because I like it. It's a fun movie. So subscribe so you can hear about all of my future episodes. At the moment, I only have the free version of SoundCloud. So... As I release new episodes, I don't have the minutes to release them, so older episodes are being deleted from my account until I have enough uh, subscribers or listeners to justify paying for SoundCloud. It's not that expensive, but it's an expense that I really can't afford right now. This is not leading into a Patreon account. Don't worry, I'm not asking you for money. I'm just letting you know if there's an older episode that you want to listen to, why it's not available right now. But I have been downloading them, and I got a giant hard drive for Christmas that I'm keeping them on, so they will be uploaded when I have more memory available to me. So email me at morethatstorypodcast at gmail.com if there is a movie you'd like to hear me talk about. Or if you know of an audio hosting website that is also free and has more space than SoundCloud allows and has easy interconnectivity with iTunes, that would be great. I could use the suggestion. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.